eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go! Alright, here we go. Wrap up the podcast week. Jerry and Al with you again. We were with you at 545 to 6. That'll come up in just a moment. You can hear our brilliance from this morning. Uh, a little frustrated today, Al. And I'll How tell so, you why. Jerry? Uh, because I found uh, about 740 this morning or so, right after I finished the 720 to 740 segment, I found sound of Aaron Rodgers, which I thought was good. And by the way, stick around because we will discuss this topic coming up and you'll understand what I'm talking about. Never got to play it. And I also found really good sound of Eric Davis. Remember Eric Davis, not the red, the former San Francisco 49er? Kind of, yes. Discussing Tony Romo and Dak Prescott, and it's fascinating. And I wanted to get Boomer's take on it. So I'm going to save it for tomorrow. Save it on a football Friday, Save Jerry. it for tomorrow. But I was very excited because there's not a lot today. And aside right. from the World Series, I can't do much on the Nets. I can't do much on the hockey. Right. So I thought it was perfect. We'll save it for tomorrow. Okay, so that's something to look forward to tomorrow. Yes. In the meantime, I told my wife about our topics yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bathroom. the has... fact that we did 10 or 15 minutes on bathroom habits. Pooping. She shook her head. Mm-hmm. Didn't quite understand. And then I said, do you mind that I told our podcast audience that uh, I'm generally all over you when you get out of a shower? And at first she said, you did what? And then she goes, no. That's kind of okay. She's all right with that. She was good with it. Maybe she'll start listening to the podcast, Jerry. Probably not going to happen. All right. She's well, not a podcast person, mm-hmm. but I thought that was interesting. Nice. There you go. Now we're caught up. I like that. Uh, see, I wouldn't have even told her. I'd be like, well, if she hears it, she hears it. If not, I why possibly this. get into an argument? Anytime we discuss something that she may or may not like, I like to tell her first. I don't want her to hear it from someone else. Perfect. So, Because you never know who's listening or who's not listening. Good point, Jerry. Good point. That's right. Jerry, my first story for you today, I have two uh, food sandwich-related items first. Yep. Item number one, Arby's. You know an Arby's. You love Arby's. Arby's, they, do, really. they do the roast beef. Yeah, I thought Arby's had burgers. I went in once and, and had and asked for one, and I got it. I'm like, what the hell is this? They do have burgers, though, right? Uh, well, where I went, they didn't. It was in North Carolina somewhere. Arby's is like a Roy Rogers, is like a Carl's Jr.'s. Carl's Jr.'s. <laughs> but Arby's, how about this, Jerry? Yes. They're testing in certain uh, markets a deer meat sandwich. Now, you can only imagine where those markets are where they're testing a deer meat sandwich. Tennessee. Minnesota. 
Wisconsin, Michigan, deer meat sandwich. The venison sandwich is 100% deer meat with premium cut top and bottom round steaks from the hind quarter of the deer. Yes. I hope they get the deer from New Jersey and ship them to Arby's because I'd love to get rid of all these deer. I but saw, you're not going to eat it. I'm not going to eat it, but I want them out of New Jersey. It's enough with the deer in New Jersey. By the way, why wouldn't you eat deer? You're right. Like if I gave you a fried beef sandwich or whatever, right, and you thought it was either chicken or or ground beef or whatever, and you ate it and you enjoyed it, and then I told you it was deer. You're right. Would that start, turn your stomach? I guess it would now, but... Here's the thing. If I knew nothing where our food was coming from and I knew I was eating animals and you showed me a cow or you showed me a deer and said, which one would you prefer to eat? The cow, quite honestly, looks like a sloppy animal. Right. You take the deer. The deer looks like it keeps itself together. It's regimented. It's in shape. It's probably eating healthy. The cow looks like a big fat slob. Right. So I would have said, give me the deer. Yeah. By the way, Arby's does not have hamburgers. Oh, they don't. No, they have roast beef, brisket. Corned beef, ham, pepper bacon. You can get a turkey sandwich, and you can get a grilled, um, a fried chicken sandwich. Here's what I would do if I worked in the corporate offices of Arby's when we had one of these idea meetings. Yeah. I'd get in there. I'd stand up in front of everyone. I'd go, how about hamburgers? (laughs) (laughs) They're successful in other places. That would be very funny. What if we did hamburgers here? By the way, there's only... This is amazing. How many Arby's do you think there are in New York? In New York, there is two Arby's. There are, it looks like nine in the, I'm in New York City, the entire state of New York. York. Yeah. It's not popular here. How many do you think are in New Jersey? New Jersey has, hmm, South Jersey could be kind of like the Midwest. So I'm going to say there are 12 Arby's in New Jersey. I have three. Three. That's it. Three. And by the way, it's not, I'm wrong about the New York thing because two of them are in New Jersey. So it's actually seven in the entire state of New York, even upstate. Isn't that something? All right. Well, listen, they're not serving hamburgers. They're serving deer meat, Jerry. Uh, so they, they have to uh, go to other parts of the country where what they like that. What are we doing? And then I like this lawsuit, but for a different reason than this woman is suing. A place called Jimmy John's. I've heard of that. And it's like a sub place. Yeah. Sub sandwich yep. place. A woman is suing uh, Jimmy John's in the Grand Rapids suburb of Comstock Park. That's Michigan. She ordered her uh, meal, and uh, when she bit into it, she realized it had mustard on it, which she did not ask for. Okay. The mustard she's allergic to. Oh. So she is suing Arby's because she's allergic to mustard. She did not order mustard, and they put it on her sandwich. I'm for this lawsuit even if she wasn't allergic to mustard. Like, I just don't like mayo. And if I don't order mayo, I would love to be able to sue a, uh, you know, sub place that put mayo on my sandwich accidentally. Now, did you say when you ordered it, no mayo? Yes. Did she say no mustard? She did. She claims she said no, no mustard. This, he said, she said. The problem with these places is they get into automatic mode of and course. they just start churning out subs. Yeah. They hear, give me ham, salami, and provolone, and they just, they shut down number one. All right, got it. Okay. Know what I like when it. I go to a... A, uh, like a diner or something when they bring you... Like, I like a pickle with my sandwich. Sure. But I don't like coleslaw. How about the pickle in the coleslaw? Right. I know. I'll, I'll say, I'll have the pickle, but no coleslaw. It always comes on top of the coleslaw, which renders that pickle useless. Or, 
I've had this where the pickle comes on its opposite side of the plate where the coleslaw is, and yet there's mayonnaise from the coleslaw on the pickle. Yep. Which means they grabbed it out of someone else's coleslaw uh, and put it on the disgusting on the, on the dish. So I'm for a lawsuit Are for that as well. Are you a diner guy? I do like a diner, yes. You do like a good diner. Mm-hmm. I know you like Hooters. Uh, yeah, the, the big Hooters. beer. Not so much that you want to go eat, a, but it's a good atmosphere. Yeah, I like the uh, boneless wings right. and the uh, shrimp, the fried shrimp. Interesting. Very good as well. Very good. And the curly fries. Well, who doesn't like curly fries? It's not the healthiest meal, Jerry, but it's good stuff. By the way, quick one. Do you like steak? I do. All right. So we got um, an order from Omaha Steaks. And yesterday, by the way, the meat was fantastic. So in it, there were a couple of really thick square cube steaks. I don't know how to describe them. The filet mignon? Right? Yes. So that's what I thought. And then there were other flatter steaks. And so we cooked a couple of each. And I'm like, here, I'm not sure if I cooked the filet the way you like. So I also made this. And my wife's like, well, that's not the filet. I'm like, yeah, it is. So I'm not nuts, right? The thicker, smaller cut. I would think that's filet Is the filet. All right. That's what I thought. That makes me feel better. Hmm. By the way, very good. Tell her it's deer meat, Jerry. I'm not going to tell her it's deer meat. And then that way she doesn't eat it more for you. Right. How about this? Wayne, New Jersey. That's in the listening area, Jerry. Yeah. Almost 200 pumpkins were stolen from a New Jersey farm in the wee hours of Tuesday. Okay. I don't know why this doesn't happen more, to be honest. 100%. This is why I'm bringing it up to you. I see places like, um, uh, I'll see it even driving here into into work. Mm-hmm. In, before we get to the Holland Tunnel, in, in Jersey City, there's a Home Depot. And they have... All of their gardening things that they're selling right out on the sidewalk. Why aren't people stealing it? The only thing I can think is a place like that is cameras all over the place. Yeah. The Home Depot, not this place. Farm markets and stuff that don't put their stuff away. I don't understand how more people don't just walk up and take the stuff. I really don't. They they do they did have cameras, so there are there is some video footage of these pump two hundred pumpkins being stolen in Wayne, New Jersey. So what happens? Did a truck back up and they just loaded it? It took them three trips really to fill up their van with pumpkins. And then they go sell them at a flea market, probably. I guess, yeah. So if anyone's trying to sell you a pumpkin out of a van in New Jersey, try and make a couple hundred bucks. Right. Yeah. They say uh, it's a new low for crime. The owner's son explains that the thieves can make between $2,500 and $3,000 with the pumpkins. How's that? The family is offering $1,000 reward. So you're telling me each pumpkin, 200 pumpkins, you're telling me $3,000. So each pumpkin is worth... $1,000. $15? Yeah, pumpkins are about $15. When you go to a place just... and you weigh the pumpkin... Because they do it by the pound. But, like, I just bought pumpkins at Dearborn Farms in Homedale, New Jersey, last week. And Did you one steal was, them or you paid no, for I them? No, I paid for them. Oh, okay. One was 15 pounds, another one was 14. They were good size. We did, I didn't pay $30 in pumpkins. I just didn't. That sounds like a bargain, that place. Or maybe it was a bargain. That's interesting. So there's some significant value to 200 pumpkins. If I was the police, I'd be pulling over every van in New Jersey and doing a search. Every every van. Every van. By the way, how many vans do you even see anymore? Uh, always bizarro yeah. when I see a van. When was the last time you think they made vans? They still make vans, I think. Not like we're talking about. Yeah, not like the 1970s no. van. They make more like sprinter vans, and yes. they're not even vans anymore. They're right. cool recreational vehicles. Or minivans for the family. Minivans, but that's not what Mini I'm talking vans. about. A van. A van. Like the Scooby-Doo van, right? Yes. That's what we're talking about. Yes. Are we talking about vans? 
You're sitting here talking to me about vans. Vans. How about this cool thing, Jerry? I always dream of this, much like I dream, <laughs> much like I dream of uh, playing in a game against little leaguers where I can dominate. Yes. This kid went to a Green Day concert. I like that. And he held up a sign that said, I can play any song off of Dookie. Okay. Which was their big album. To which Billy Joe Armstrong, the lead singer, called the kid up. Really? Handed the kid his guitar and whispered in the kid's ear what to play. And the kid ripped through When I Come Around. No It's kidding. awesome. It's on YouTube. That it's is really great. cool. That is pretty neat. Now, I would love... Uh, what a Are you going to do that at a Billy Joel concert now? <laughs> Just hold up a sign? I can play Piano Man, bitch. I mean, it was really unbelievable. That is pretty cool. And I'll he did really out. well. Well, I guess if you know the song, I mean, you're a musician now. Oh, definitely, Jerry. I mean, Thank you're you for artist, noticing. Right? Mm-hmm. You're a Both. singer and songwriter. Probably all well, three things uh, now, yes. Hooks. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I imagine if you know it, you know it. Right. And I would, not to take anything away from Green Day, because I couldn't play it, I think... As far as guitar licks go, it's easier to play than that other songs. Than other songs, I That's think they're a, a three or four chord band. And you've tried playing guitar. I have. It does not. And you gone gave well. up on it. I, I I tried three different times in my life. I've quit every time. Can't be a quitter, Al. I tell uh, my kids that all the well, time. You cannot quit. I've I quit three no, times. No, go on back that. to it. Well, that, put it off. I've taken up it. the piano instead, and I'm focusing on that right and now. You shifted. I shifted my musical I would talents. Think I don't know. I just would think the piano's harder. Me, me too. And I would it think comes it's to you not. Better. No, what I can with a piano, I can plunk my hands down on one chord and hear the opening of a song. I could never do that with a guitar. I would hit a, the opening chord of a song. It did never sound like. But isn't that because you didn't have it tuned properly? No, I could tune that because the there are guitar tuners on your phone. Okay, which work great. Well, time to tune the guitar. Like you open it up, it's a guitar tuner. You hit the strings and you turn the strings until the light on your phone turns green to know that string's tuned. It's great. Jesus. Well, you can do everything with these phones. Yes. It's actually quite freaky. Wow. Guitar tuners. Guitar tuners. By the way, I'll give you one. I did not know. I did not know that. I did not know. So my son obviously is, he's just turned 12. So we're getting to that age where kind of have to just take a check on things once in a while. Just to make sure everything's okay. I have no reason to think there's any issue. And I figured, let me check what he's doing on his iPod and, you know, uh, his phone. How do you do that? Well, with his phone, I could go to Verizon Wireless and I can look and see on my account who he's texting. And so I was just curious. Does it say name or does it just say uh, number? Just a number. Okay. And I'm not interested in the number, but what I was interested in is if there's a number that's just constant and if he's up late at night because he's told me he's not. Turns out he's not. But what I was not aware of with the iPhone iMessages do not come up. So if you go really? iPhone to iPhone, nothing appears. You go text no message charge. to... Right. You go text... Well, there's no charge anyway because everything's un, uh, unlimited. Right, right, right. But if he goes his iPhone to a regular phone, that you see. Wow. Very interesting. That is interesting. And it's we- And I don't like doing this, and we got to check his email once in a while. It's so right. weird. Yes. Like, you feel like I have something wrong about it. But I was not aware of this. So I Googled it just to see. And sure enough, I, I, you know, Apple to Apple will not appear anywhere, basically. Interesting. That is interesting. Hmm. Interesting to note. Yeah, very much so. I thought that was weird. I don't know how you, maybe someone could tell us how you get around that. I don't think there is. And that's fine. He's a good kid. I'm not looking to get around it. But I just, I found that odd. I thought, 
you're into your account, you can see what's going on. Right. So there you go. Hmm. How about that? And now, Jerry, it comes to the point in the podcast where I have two sexual stories. All right. Well, that's good. I started the podcast with two uh, food stories, sandwich stories, if you will. Yes. Now I have two sexual stories. I'm in. Let's go. Since you demand that sort of thing. Well. Off the air, when you you demand it, you go, where are the sex stories? I happen to think that stories involving relationships, relations, um, are interesting to most people because it involves everybody. Absolutely. We can all relate, Jerry. Well, here's one I don't think anyone really... Reality? What is this? No, no. Okay. That's (laughs) disgusting, Jerry. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Ohio man pleads guilty to autoerotic encounter with parked red van. The man was trying to have sexual relations with a red van... Was he trying to schnitz the tailpipe or something, uh, which well, we've seen before? He's a 35-year-old gentleman, and uh, lucky for him, his photo is available right there, Jerry. Oh. He looks like the type of guy he that might have relations like with a van. Tried to schnitz a van. Mm, tried to copulate with a red van parked on Dayton Street. You just used the word copulate? Copulate, that's right. He was arrested in mid-August after police received a 911 call reporting that a man was, quote, pulling his pants down and swinging on the stop sign and getting intimate with an automobile. Swinging on a stop sign? What and does that then, even mean? Like he jumped up on the stop sign, swung around on it, and then had relations with the van. Okay. Red van. He appeared. It if it's red. Now get this, Jerry. He appeared under the influence of some type of narcotic. No. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, uh, witnesses reported that uh, Michael, I'll just call him that, placed his penis, quote, in the front grill of the van and began humping it as if he was having sex with the van. No, he was. He uh, was involved with the with the van, quote, for a while before passing out in a nearby yard, yeah. uh, witness Marjorie told police. My guess would be he was bleeding out from his penis getting cut by the grill. He was ordered to pay $111 in court costs and sentenced to 60 days in jail. Oh, my God. Although the bulk of the term was suspended. Why? He will spend a year on community control and must undergo mental health counseling. He does have a rap sheet himself, this gentleman, Michael, here in Ohio. Multiple narcotics-related convictions, as well as other convictions for public intoxication, theft, receiving stolen property, and carrying a concealed weapon. This is probably his most damaging Uh, thing now. This is not. This one's going to follow him around. Does he got like this work? Uh, I don't. I don't imagine. I don't imagine <laughs> you have time to work when there's so many cars available for copulation. <laughs> but how does a guy like that live? I don't know. Like he has to go back home to wherever to he lives. Something, right? You would think someone loves him, right? Or maybe they don't. And imagine, like, okay, so he applies for a job. They call him in. He has a great interview. They call him back in, and they they Google him. They go, um. Says here you tried to have sexual relations with a red van on Dayton Street. <laughs> is that you? No. Well, your photo is in the paper. It looks a lot like you. So it was another guy with your name. I don't know what to do with that. Yeah. Well, how about this one, Jerry? Times are tough and we all need extra cash. A okay. A 21-year-old woman is auctioning off her virginity at the Kit Kat Ranch in Nevada. So that's illegal. In Nevada, it's legal, it is. right? Is that an illegal brothel? 
Okay. She's she's 21 years old, the virgin. She's auctioning off her virginity. Right now, the current high bidder is $400,000. $400,000? Yes. Let me see a picture because you have it there. Uh, yeah, it's a tiny picture, though, unfortunately. It's hard to Let me see. see. real quick. And just because I'm curious, wow, $400,000. Yep. That, you know what? That shows the sickness that's out there. Well, here's the thing, Jerry. Do you want to pay $400,000? Because if you don't have that kind of money, red vans are free. Right. Red vans are free, apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, though illegal, evidently. But how do you even justify telling someone you paid a girl to be their first hundreds of thousands of dollars? Yeah. And I don't mean to sound like a complete jackass. But I'm I'm asking it from her point of view and her safety. If you pay her, I mean, if it's at four hundred thousand now, let's say it goes for seven or eight hundred thousand dollars. Clearly, whoever what idiot does this has a lot of money. So I don't know how much it means to them. But you give that kind of money, and you're her first, and she can't take it for very long. All right, that's All a right. fair question, right? Okay. How do you stop it? Right. I mean, she's putting herself in a lot of danger. Uh, maybe because of where they're doing it, perhaps it'll be, I don't want to say watched, but maybe there'll be some sort of security. Yeah, I, don't I think know. they have security out there. Man, that is Well, just... that's a lot of pressure for the guy as well. Spend a lot of money, and if that goes... Uh, Go what, Al? If, it's if over, it goes what? Over quickly. Oh, you think a guy that's going to spend that kind of money, you think they're going to have issues performing? I would hit up a, a Viagra for sure. Before that, just these are, by the way, these are not the types of sex stories I was hoping to talk about. Oh, okay. So, it's which one not... did you like least? Um, this one, or ironically, the previous I thought one? it would have been the first one. Yeah, I like this one least. <laughs> you like this one least. I'd rather talk about a guy humping a car than a poor girl doing this for money. Now, I've seen this before where women have auctioned off their virginity on these because uh, they've been guests on the Howard Stern program a couple times. People really do it, yeah, occasionally, people do it, and it. And they make significant and they, money. Th- their argument, I've heard these girls interviewed, they go with the argument of um, if you talk to your friends, women in particular, their first times are always sort of disastrous and not the romantic okay. thing that they sure. thought. So why, n- if it's going to be that anyway, why not get four hundred grand for it? Because I think most girls, I would hope, I don't know, most girls are hoping or thinking it's one with someone they give a damn about. Right. Now, the ones that are just going to go out and swing and party and, hey, whatever, hey, he looks hot, let's do it. I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get the timing on that. Shut up, 21 Al. minutes, God, 22 seconds in. That? <laughs> He's hot, let's do it. <laughs> now, you just said it. <laughs> you moron. <laughs> he is bright red right now. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I didn't even dupe you into that. You volunteered that, you moron. <laughs> All right. Well, that was unfortunate, and I'm that sure we'll hear that tomorrow. Um, but my point being, if you take those girls out of it, I would like to think most girls are hoping that there's something to the first yes. as opposed to, like, think about this. You're the girl, and you accept the money. Right. Let's say it's a million dollars, because nice. clearly it could be if it's at 400000 right? That was before the publicity. Imagine Correct. now. And now some sloppy-ass guy walks in. What do you do? You've got to grin and bear it because you've put yourself out there. I don't know, man. I, I don't get it. Got to grin and bear it, Jerry. I guess.
Jeez, I told a guy on Twitter yesterday, I, I wish we could do like a real radio show. Where we take phone calls? I would love to take phone calls on anything life topic. I prefer to stay away from politics. I don't care if it runs into sports. That's kind of good. I love talking about the relationships and, and just crap that happens in your life. The weirdness of all of us. Not going to happen. But That'd I, be a good I show. think that would be fun. That sounds like a show I'd like to listen to, Jerry. I see. I agree. So I guess hmm. instead we'll just keep doing the podcast for $8 a day. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, uh, the, for just $8 a day, you can you, you can provide Jerry with a, a sandwich for his lunch and oatmeal in the morning. By the way, how do I log in? Well, I gotta, we got to go here. But how do I log in into my little calorie counter? I had one of the little deli sandwiches that we had, Oh, okay, right? a nice Italian deli now, sandwich. I took the disgusting stuff out. I just left the ham one piece of salami, and it was the bread. How the hell do you log that? I don't know. That's a problem. That I don't know. So I put in 500 calories, just a random 500 calorie. Seems fair, right? That Would seems you agree? Like, yeah, you probably overestimated. It's probably not 500, but so that's, that's a fair all, thing. That's all right then. All right. Fair all enough. right. Well, this was a great podcast week, and you'll have more tomorrow because you'll get the warm-up um, when you don't get up at 545 to listen to us. But you, you really should. should, yeah. Uh, so you have a great weekend. Al, I'll see you in the morning, and right, goodbye. Sue, it's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, good early Thursday morning. Al and Jerry with you until we get to Boomer and Carton at 6 o'clock. What is up? Oh, hi, Jerry. So the Cubs are back in this thing, like anybody thought it were going to be swept or anything. So we're tied 1-1. Cubs beat the Indians last night. And I will say one thing before we get to Trevor Bauer. Thank God they moved the game up an hour because they needed that hour to get through the first stupid inning, which took forever. Uh, but they did move the game up to 7 o'clock, which was kind of nice because you could watch it a little bit. Uh, and I know you love this story about uh, Bauer, who was pitching with the stitches on his finger, is out, looked a little, much better. He was able to get through a few innings last night. Not that he was great, but the story of the Cub fan that sent him as a joke, a little drone. He sent them a gift of a drone, Jerry, but the, the, he sent them those tiny little one, little drones. Well, yeah, he's not going to spend 500 bucks. No, well, no, I think I think he sent them the little drone as a way of saying this won't cut your finger because right. it's tiny little blades. Yes. They're like the ones you find in like the Brookstone. Right. Uh, Are the, you a drone guy yourself? I'm not a drone guy because I always feel like I when I flew a drone, because they're expensive. The, they are. The, the normal size mm-hmm. ones. They have cameras in them and everything now. I know I'm going to crash land that, and then what do I do? Well, see, that's the problem with them until you learn how to use them. Craig bought one for my son's. And we had it in the backyard. It was going great. And all of a sudden, I lost control of it, and it ended up in the neighbor's backyard. And it missed the pool by about a foot. So I went and got it and said, all right, let's relax. We'll take this to a park and and play with it. Yeah, I see people flying them at the Jersey Shore over the ocean. If you know how to use them and operate them, it's awesome. I, unfortunately, have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, I would think initially you're going to crash land your drone. Yes, it's so maybe very you, possible. Maybe you practice on the little ones that the uh, fan bought for Trevor Bauer. The one Craig gave us has GPS on it. If you can hit a button, it'll come right back to where you start. It's actually really cool. I, I did say to Craig that I see people flying them over the ocean. I said I would be nervous that I would mine would crash land in the ocean. And he said, oh, yeah, I've done that. <laughs> of course. Remember in Brooklyn, <laughs> he brought one when we played that baseball game. Do you remember that night? Yes. And he crashed into the foul pole. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> the thing, I, like shattered. Yeah, you were going to crash land your drone when you first get it. So best to get a cheapo one, your, <laughs> yeah. first, your first shot. You are right about that. And then I saw this story, Jerry, related to the World Series. This uh, Kenny Lofton uh, threw out the first pitch last night. 
He's a former Indian. Yes, he is. So he was uh, had to get to the game from Los Angeles, and he was uh, booked on a flight, but uh, Kenny was a standby passenger, which meant he was not getting on. It was an overbooked flight. So a nice gentleman who was also going to Cleveland, who was from Cleveland, uh, saw that Kenny Lofton needed to get on the plane to make it to the game, gave up his seat. Now, would you do that? Give up my seat? Not for Kenny Lofton. Let's say... Mets are playing, and you're in, for whatever reason, you find yourself in Miami. Oh, all right. And Mike Piazza needs to get to City Field to throw out the first pitch. No. Would you give up your seat for number 31? I would not. No chance. And I'd be, whoever I was with, I'd be talking, I'd be like, I would think he flies private. Well, that's the first thing I thought when you said Kenny Lofton's flying standby. I mean, but Kenny Lofton's not a big star. That he Kenny Lofton be, made a lot of money. That he should be flying private. Oh, I he think, did. I think Kenny Lofton, we can check that, but I'm pretty sure Kenny Lofton made significant money in his career. He didn't make $250 million in a you know a 10-year deal, but I think he made a lot of money. So why was he not booked on a real flight? I don't know. Was this like a last second? What about Kenny Lofton? Maybe let's they get called him. him late and he couldn't get his plans in order. To throw out the first but pitch. But let's say you were flying alone. You said the person I was with. Let's say you were flying alone. In that scenario, would you give up your seat for Mike Piazza? I would feel like I would need a trade of some sort. You know how like when somebody catches a significant home run ball? So if he signed your balls, would you then give up your seat? Uh, I would need like a bat, maybe a helmet. So you a, want a bar? Definitely so a you photo. Would just, out of the goodness of your heart, being a Met fan that you are, right. you would not give up your seat for Mike Piazza if it was just doing a good deed. Like I had no interaction with Mike Piazza. I'm just talking to the gate agent, and the, no, yeah. I need some interaction with the celebrity. No, no. What you need is um, not exposure. You need credit. Yeah, I would need credit. It's like you when you donate. If you I don't get say, the credit, you don't want to donate. Yeah, I do see that, Jerry, on some of these things where it's like, do you want to be an anonymous donor? No, I don't. I want my name prominently displayed. Yeah, no. I, if if I could get a, uh, if I would say, listen, if it was Mike Piazza or Kenny Lofton, whoever it was, I'd say, you can have my seat. I go. Just how about you tweet out a photo of us and say, hey, this guy gave me a seat and at me in it so that I could get more followers. So that the, I would probably do. So there are circumstances that you would give That's up That's a seat. circumstance I would do. Credit. Yes, I would take credit <laughs> for that, but yes, I would do that. Now, would you take credit for the Thunder were playing in Philadelphia last night as we shift gears to basketball? By the way, the Nets almost had an unbelievable comeback, but we'll get to that later. We probably won't, but maybe at 10 o'clock we'll get to that. Um, Sixers are playing the Thunder last night, and Russell Westbrook, who's basically now the guy uh, for the Thunder, goes to the basket, and when he comes down to the ground, there is a man sitting uh, front row, basically, an older gentleman. The second row. But he's prominently there, when, he's especially there. if you click the video. And not only does he give him the finger, he gives him both fingers and also screams obscenities at him. And Westbrook has just a great reaction, looks to the officials like, did you see this? Guy gets ejected. What is over the line in your mind? Was, I, he, was the man over the line? Should he have been absolutely. ejected? I agree. You can't, number one, give the finger to players or scream obscenities at them. If you want to yell, you suck. I'm not even thrilled with that when people yell, you suck. Do you suck! <laughs> I think we had a clip of the gentleman from yesterday. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't like that. And especially, this guy looked like he could be someone's grandfather. Yeah, he was into it. Like, come on. He he's a, he was in an Allen Iverson jersey, sure. this guy. I mean, this you do grandfather. games, right? This is nothing unusual. It's, but, we'll, we'll just walk around the newsroom. And imagine that, oh, the guys here wearing jerseys yeah, and screaming. Sure. Imagine, the, the, so second row in NBA is a very pricey seat. 
So now you're sitting next to this guy, given the double fingers, wearing the jersey, you know grandfather type. I don't think people care. We sat, uh, you know our guy Aldo, right? Yes. From, um, uh, the, the pretzel, he, awesome dude. He's got season tickets to the Devils, and once in a while he gives us the tickets. The Those tickets, seats. They're awesome. Those tickets are second row right behind the glass. And you go there thinking exactly what you're saying. The tickets are really expensive, so you figure people that are going to be down there are going to be, they're going to care enough and not kind of just get drunk, loaded, and scream. The times I have sat in those seats at The Rock have been some of the most repulsive-sounding games I've ever been a part of. I don't understand it. I don't get it. It's just, it doesn't matter where you sit. If that's the way you are, that's what you're going to do. Don't make it right. Now on the TV, fact. on the TV broadcast, Jeff Van Gundy, Gundy uh, advocated let's cause someone go up there and smack that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what? He's right in this sense. You're allowed to sit there and scream and gesture and do whatever you want. If if Russell Westbrook does it back to him, he's fined and suspended probably by the league. Right. So I'm with Jeff Van Gundy. Go smack the guy. And I think Mike Breen was giving him the opportunity to take that back. And he said, no, no, go up there. Someone yeah, should smack that guy. Because there's a line that gets crossed, and it really is stupid. And the double finger with the obscenity yeah, is it, the line for And you. it wasn't, hey, you suck. That was not the obscenity. Something that rhymes with that. I mean, it was, yes, and it was really vulgar. And the, here's the thing, too, real quick, and then we'll take a break. The thing about it, if you watch the video, is how angry the man looks. And it's only, Dude, that was relax. their first game of the season. And how many wins do you expect the Sixers to have this year? 12? 15, maybe? Calm down. Do you think that guy will get radio interviews today? Like the I local hope You know Philly what? Because all that does is encourage it then. That's well, all it does is encourage other people to do it. That's why they don't show the stupid fans running across the field. Kevin Harlan doing it on radio, that's funny, but you get no credit for it coming back to the credit like you. That's funny, but you can't show it because then other people want to do it. I have a solution for that. Two guys with two German shepherds. Let them loose. Nobody will ever do it again. At the basketball game on the court, or you're talking about no, on the field? Running on the oh, I see. True. He's right about that, by the way. Have German Shepherd. I would make it pit bulls. No, no, no. You don't <laughs> want to kill the guy. <laughs> pit bulls will murder that guy. Quick break. We got a bunch of football stuff to get to, and then uh, Boomer and Carton coming up at 6 on the fan. It's the Boomer and oh, Carton no. warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio. Sort of. All right, just quickly, Cubs did beat the Indians last night. World Series even at a game apiece. Celtics held off the Nets. A Rangers win and Islanders loss. Uh, Al, a couple quickies here from the NFL. You like this story about Aaron Rodgers uh, the first time he met Brett Favre. I'm with Rodgers. I don't buy the story in the book, but go. Yeah, Jeff Perlman, who did a great book on the 86 Mets, he did a book on the uh, Lakers, those uh, Laker teams. Uh, he has a book on Brett Favre now called The, the Gunslinger. And he claims that the first meeting between Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre is what started the rift between them, that Favre was sitting alone in a cafeteria enjoying the newspaper and some cereal, and Aaron Rodgers introduced himself by saying, hey, Grandpa. I don't buy it. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers says 100% not true, that he was nervous around Favre. Of course. Uh, coming into Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, you're a rookie. And now he will, and remember one thing about Rodgers, he was drafted a lot later uh, than he thought he would be, a late first-round pick. There's no way that he gets picked by the Packers and goes into Green Bay or wherever they were when this happened in the lunchroom, the cafeteria, and goes up near a legend and says, hey, Grandpa, there's no chin. Now, I agree with Rodgers. Did it probably happen after they first kind of got together, maybe on the practice field? Like once yeah, they probably did. Once they knew each other sure, a little bit. I could see that. There's no way those are the first words he ever uttered. 
to Aaron Rodgers, well, this uh, to Aaron, Brett Favre. This Aaron Rodgers, first trouble from Jordan Rodgers going on The Bachelorette, and now Jeff Perlman chasing him down. He's having a tough year. <laughs> and did you see the Texans fans who are not happy I, with... I'll say this. I was waiting for something like this to happen. Texans fans are not happy with Brock Osweiler. And why, and the why would they be? 72 million they owe him. Right. Have started a GoFundMe page this to, is, to buy him out. This is a guy last year who was okay at best with the Broncos. All right, he's got talent. Great. A lot of guys have talent. Ryan Leaf had a lot of talent. And they gave him 70-something million dollars based on what? I don't understand. Like, okay, so he's 18 million a year. Yeah. Is what it was. Now, the Broncos were offering him 16. Right. In a place where you knew you were good. Yeah. And so had wh- a great defense and just came off the Super Bowl. The only thing I can think is the only place you can go is down. Now, this GoFundMe page, Jerry, only has $190 in it. We got to go. 